Welcome back to the show that brought a damned demon to a human fight. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am convincing my friends to get monster insurance. I am amazing Jason Sigler, my opponent. He is bringing his wife into this thing. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. I'm just trying to keep her out of this thing. I don't want her anywhere near this thing. This thing is not wife approved. Well, the wives are in it, damn it. We're doing it. Wives, husbands, hell in a cell. They haven't oh, actually the, uh, said they haven't actually sorry. announced whether that match will be in Hell in a Cell. I'm guessing it will not. I, I didn't realize what match you thought. I thought I was uh, AJ Styles for a minute. No, no, Miz, that's that's I? the problem. Yeah, when I wrote that, I was like, ah, that's obviously talking about Miz and Maurice and Bree and Daniel Bryan. No, no, that could also mean AJ Styles as well, since uh, Samoa Joe and just insists on uh, making it about family and not just. Well, it's a good way to get in AJ's head. Um, we watched Takeover. We watched SummerSlam. We watched Raw. We watched SmackDown. It's a lot of wrestling. And there's a lot to talk about. We are not going to talk about everything because there's way too much to talk about. But I do want to quickly touch on Takeover because I, I was not surprised to see it be an amazing show, top to bottom. I assume you agree with me. Absolutely. Did you get to watch the entire card? I did. My family was gone, so I got to watch wrestling. Yeah, it was the perfect time for them to be gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could, watched could, all the wrestling. Couldn't happen at a better time to a better family. Um, hey, not 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 saying it's good when your family's gone. I'm saying your your family's very good, and I'm I'm just gonna vamp until I get. Oh, I'm talking about other things. Um, strong bait. Uh, sorry, sorry, no, strong bait <laughs> fought on NXT before. O'Reilly and Strong versus Bait and uh, Seven. I thought it was an awesome opening to the show. Awesome match. I I. Those guys hit so hard. Like, I love the fact that uh, Kyle O'Reilly insisted on treating uh, Tyler Bates' legs like they were the strongest thing he's ever encountered. Like, he would kick him off and he would do the Shawn Michaels selling for Hulk Hogan bit and fly across the ring or fly to the outside. I mean, dude, dude's got some giant gams on him, but dang. Yeah, there are some some impressive uh, tree trunks he's working with down there, so. Yes, yes. So, uh... And and we get the the defense is successful, so we have undisputed era still. You know, hold on to those titles afterwards. Um, then the next uh, undisputed era match that uh, happened, Cole and Ricochet was I. I'm very glad that Ricochet's still alive. I'm glad he's still with <laughs> us because springboarding off the ropes and getting kicked in the damn neck when you're upside down sounds like a bad idea. That was the moment of the weekend for me. Like, there was a ton of great wrestling, ton of great moments, but as far as like a single spot, a single half second of action, I don't think anything was better than that. It worked so well for me because watching it in just in regular time, like when it happened, it looks like one of those where it's like, oh, he, you know, he tried for that, and that was that was admirable, but it looks like he might have you know missed or whatever. And then they go back and show the slow mo, and it, no, no. He kicks him right on the neck to the point where his head like snaps while he's upside down, and then he just kind of crumples to the mat. Um, yeah, uh, again, awesome match. Uh, Cole loses, so now we have Ricochet as the one and only North American champion. Uh, That's I, usually how championships work, though. I don't know why they're 
It is, but I would I, if I was him, I would call myself that. Like it, it works in your your tagline. It's smart. Um, Dream EC3, I thought uh, was another great showcase for the Dream. I thought it was great uh, for EC3 to be in the ring with him on his debut takeover match. Uh, I saw, I, I, I believe it was Brandon Stroud that mentioned the Dream doesn't have a huge move list, but he will hit those moves from anywhere. Like he will do the Dream Valley Driver anywhere, including on the apron, apparently. Uh, those the, the apron featured heavily into the takeover card and also on SummerSlam uh, uh, to a uh, detrimental degree, I believe, to some people's careers. Um, but I love that Dream Valley driver on the apron and the flying elbow. And uh, yeah, uh, amazing match. Dream's tights saying, call me up, Vince. Or give me a call, Vince, or whatever it was. Uh, just, just brilliant. Pretty sure it was call me up. And yeah, that dude... He may have a limited limited wrestling repertoire, but his airbrushing game is on point. Yes. Yes. I would love to see his match be final. Like, well, I mean, eventually he will challenge for the title. I guess he has before, but um, no, no, no. Black didn't have the title when they fought. That was just a kind of grudge match thing. I want your respect. Um, Name on a When he does fight for the title, it should be the last match. And every time they go in between matches they should go backstage and just show him airbrushing his tights trying to get it ready for the show like that's that's what he had to work on all night i would love to see him do something where like he keeps having to run under the ring or something where he's out of camera from various points in the match and he has just different pants on just like do a quick change artist thing where he's got different airbrush pants just to reflect where he's doing in the in the match i feel like if you're gonna do that a uh, that makes perfect sense for his character. Like, if any character is going to do that, that would be him. And B, if he does that, then at least once he has to run into either Hornswoggle or Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose has been wearing the same pair of jeans his entire career. That's not true. His his jeans are now dirty. They're uh, gray now. They used to be like blue. So uh, he ha- he has changed jeans. We can confirm that he has ja- he changed jeans since he joined the WWE. Um, we'll come back to Dean later on because there's a lot to talk about with him. But Baszler and Sane, I thought, tore it up. I thought they had one of the better women's title matches in NXT, and that's saying something. Yeah, it was great. Like, uh, yeah. Kyrie getting caught with the uh, anchor, you know, since she she showed Shayna that move on the Wednesday before TakeOver. And Shayna just said, oh, okay, well, thank you for showing me that. Now I know how to get out of it. And just immediately gets out of it and chokes her out or tries to choke her out. Uh, I thought was awesome. And Kyrie hitting, you know, one elbow on her back and then hitting the other one to win the match. I, I, yeah, it was just, it was just a thing of beauty. A very, very good match. Yeah. I had a ton of fun with this one. And your thoughts on Champa Gargano three. I thought it was one of the, uh, one of the weaker matches, uh, which is not to say it was weak. It, it was still, uh, they, they, you know, know each other well and they put together a heck of a match uh i have screen grabs in the notes for the lawn dart into the chair and also champa just running at gargano with a chair in front of him like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna knee this into your face when i get to you uh yeah the screen grab doesn't do the the entire gif justice but yeah it, it, it definitely the weakest of the matches i think but it was still really good I, it, the, the ending was just kind of I mean, you have two legs, Johnny. 
You can stand on the other one. I mean, the the match was the end of the match was dumb. It was just yeah. It was him trying to put away Champa in a dumb way, and yeah, it was, I, I I laughed like the, it was just funny. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a shame because it kind of ruined the rest of the match. It kind of not ruined, but soiled it. Made it just not quite as cool because you know you're thinking like pretty sure you could do that differently. Yeah, um, I, I did love the uh, subverting of some of the last man standing tropes, at least in WWE, where, uh, you know, it's the bury the man and everything, and then just wait, hope that gets you the 10 count, and so he buries him in not only pretty much everything he could find at, at ringside, but another man. <laughs> I did like that part a lot. <laughs> threw him on awesome. top of him, was like, there, put it all on him. Don't let him get up. Uh, but yeah, There's, There I, should be a stipulation match in there somewhere where you have to, like, it's like a lumberjack match, but it's with jobbers, and you have to knock out the jobbers and put the jobbers on your opponent. Buried alive under men. Uh, I'd watch it. Absolutely. No questions. I know um, you would. You watch all of this stuff. Yes, that's true. I, I am a glutton like that. I did not watch NXT, like I said, this past week, and I did not watch main event. I will say that I watched, I look at the card for main event every week. It rotates <laughs> the same six dudes every single week. Well, yes, that's how all the wrestling shows work. <laughs> no, 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 no. They have so many guys from the mid card to pull from, and they they choose the exact same six dudes to just rotate around and have them fight each other. Because that's not the mid card show; that's the bottom card show. Oh man, it's it's the sad show, is what it is. Um, and yet, you're so happy that you didn't watch it. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not totally addicted to wrestling. I did not watch main event, guys. Yeah, that's my proof. My proof, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, the main roster, we're going to hit up all at once. We're not going to run down SummerSlam. We will talk, touch on that as we talk about uh, Raw and SmackDown because uh, things happened on Raw and SmackDown. They actually moved moved the the ball forward on some very important things. And uh, I think the most important thing is the story around Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. So Roman finally won the title. He did the dang thing, even though Strowman said, I'm going to cash in on the guy that wins. And Brock said, uh, no, I'm going to come punch you in the face and then throw your briefcase comically far away. As to hit the screen and break it at the top of the stage. And then, you know, I guess I guess if you can't re- reach the briefcase, then that counts. You don't get to cash in. So you can't cash in something you don't have. I guess that does make sense. It's They're very focused on the physical thing of it, and yet... Possession isn't nine-tenths of the law. Because when they chucked that thing, I was so sure Kevin Owens was going to sneak out and snag it. I was convinced that was going to... Because they they cut away super early because they didn't want everyone to hear the booing at home. But they should have... I was just like, wait, no, they they can't be done yet. Kevin didn't get the briefcase yet. Like, oh, they'll just put a video package of that on YouTube tomorrow. So he spent all day looking for it. When's Kevin going to sneak out and get that briefcase? Yeah, he didn't I, sneak out and get that briefcase. I think Kevin might have gone back to the hotel. I think his night was done. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know why somebody at this point hasn't just chucked it up on a high thing, like just t- chuck it up on some scaffolding and be like, "There you go. Now you can't cash in. Suck it." Um, yeah, that 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 would make sense to me in this context. But but you know what Braun Strowman does to scaffolding? Yes. Which which would be an awesome moment as opposed to punch him in the face and then just chuck his briefcase and then win let Roman win the title. Not let, but you know. Um so Roman finally has the title. He's very happy. 
smiling his face off on Raw while everybody still chants, you still suck. Uh, he doesn't care because he knows what's coming later in the night. So we'll just fast forward and get to that. So uh, Dean and Seth have another altercation with uh, Dolph and Drew during the night. And this is actually Dean fighting Dolph, which is... Uh, I, I'm i so happy to be able to unironically like Dean Ambrose again. <laughs> I think that's one of the bigger stories of this past weekend is the rehabbing of Dean Ambrose has worked. Like he's not smiling during the match. He's not when he does the dirty deeds, if it gets reversed or whatever, he doesn't do that, that cartoony. Oh, he caught me look or whatever. He's just, he's just hitting his offense and hitting it hard. Like he was throwing some hard clotheslines during that Dolph Ziggler match. And yeah, just everything is a joy to watch him wrestle again, as opposed to the, the Bugs Bunny like rebound lariat and soft, gentle push out of the ring that he used to do. None of that was there. It was the Dean that we remember, the Dean we love. Uh, welcome back, Dean. So the end of the night comes. Roman's fighting Finn Balor. Braun Strowman comes out. Of course, he's going to cash in. He says he's cashing in. They get ready to give the briefcase. He kicks Roman in the chest. And then. Oh boy, they're back again. The Shield has returned to help Roman uh, in their old gear. Like that, this is not like I'm sure they'll probably change it in the days and weeks to come. But for right now, it was like the old Shield gear. Uh, they just you know helped helped Roman beat up Braun Strowman and put him through a table. Like this was this was the Shield of old. This was the Shield we didn't get last year when they returned. And uh, hopefully it stays this way. And I know you do not have the same affinity for the shield that I do because you are not uh, watching when they became a thing. But everybody else is here for this. I'm I'm confused. How could the shield be reunited? Kurt Angle's on vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, yes, he he was an honorary shield member. That was not. Uh, I don't believe that was an official capacity. I would like just the same way the B team seems infatuated with Roman Reigns and celebrating with him every time they win. I would love for Kurt Angle to show up every time the Shield does something cool. Just just put his fist in, and they're just like, look at him, just like step away, Kurt. This is not your fight. And he just kind of backs off. It's if uh, Jason Jordan did that, that there'd be problems. Ah, yeah. Um, Hoping he returns sooner than later. So um, the the only thing that I have any issue with is. So the shield is back and we're cheering them because, Hey, we're glad the shield is back. And also it's going to be hard to boo any of these guys at this point. Cause Dean is hot fire. Uh, Seth is the champion and the biggest workhorse in the company. And Roman is the champ finally. So let's just cheer him for at least a little bit. And they're fighting Braun Strowman. Who's also like, you know, baby face of baby faces. Like he does everything we love. So, are they just going to go with the gray area thing and we're just going to cheer whoever we want to cheer and boo whoever we want to boo? Or will they change alignments? Like, So I have, a th- uh, I don't know, a theory of what they're trying to do here. I think they're just like leaning into the divide between the uh, smart fans and the, the, the casual fans. And we're going to have team smart fan versus team casual fan. And that your alignment's going to indicate how into wrestling you really are. I will say that, uh, uh, quoting again, Brandon Stroud from his write-up of his fantasy booking for this, now that 
Bray has nothing to do because Matt's basically done. Apparently, he worked a producer role at SummerSlam because he's so uh, unable to wrestle. Like, uh, that just uh, it sounds like he may be done. Uh, maybe, you know, only a week or two or whatever before we hear the retirement speech from Matt Hardy, which Lord knows with his current character what that would sound like. Um, so he Bray has nothing to do. They're probably reworking him behind the scenes. Uh, Harper has nothing to do. He is now without a tag team partner, which we'll get to shortly. And so Braun calls them up, says, hey, guys, I need a three-man team to take on these three douches. Want to join yes. me? I'm already not interested in this because it's leaning on nostalgia. Please don't make it Shield Wyatt family again. You won't let me stop watching wrestling. Okay, so so I'm just going to shut off his mic for right now because Shield Wyatt family is exactly what we need. No, it's not. We don't need to keep... We need to prove that we can do new good things. We don't need to keep leaning on the two things that have worked in our past. I don't think that's a thing. I, I think that's like saying, I don't want to watch the New Day and the Usos wrestle. You want to watch the New Day and the Usos wrestle. I do, but that's new-ish. No, it's, no, it's not. We've seen that like 12 times now. Right, but it's not something that it's so here's what wrestling is doing right now. You've got we're leaning back on the shield. We're trying to recapture that uh phenomenon. We're trying to recapture Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're they keep chasing past Lori. Well, they've been doing that for years. I mean, that you're not I wrong. Know, and it never works. Well, that's not necessarily true. Like in this case, the shield makes sense. Roman it needs does. help with this giant monster that not not a single man can seem to beat anymore, even though mm-hmm. Lesnar mm-hmm. did it quite easily last year um, or earlier this year, whenever it was. Um, so it makes sense for him to get his two buddies, two former buddies, whatever, um, to help him out. Like yeah. that's and then for that guy to say, OK, well, now I can't beat these three guys by myself, so I need somebody to help me out. And for him to have former friends that would help him do that. That that makes sense. Like I understand what you're talking about, and I, going back to the well is is uh, tired, and I want to see new matchups, but I also want to see this matchup. And also, I don't believe when they did Wyatt Family Shield before, I don't think Braun Strowman was there. I think by the time he came in, they were done with that whole feud, and the Shield was not a thing anymore. So uh, this this would be a new Wyatt Family, a better yeah. Wyatt Family, I would argue. We don't have upside down Sheamus possibly I, I, I there's other team ups I'd rather see happen. I want Kevin Owens to come out and be the guy who like convinces Braun Strowman he can't do this on his own. It's like, dude, I literally want to help you stop putting me in porta potties. I will I will be the brains of this operation. And then they can get I don't know, get uh Drew Drew McIntyre or uh, uh Luke Harper would actually be really good. Um, heck, get uh, sanity involved. I mean, there's all kinds of t- people you could pull from the two shows and, and, and get into this that we don't need to just rehash things. I, yeah, I, I agree. Keep it fresh, keep it new, keep it bumping up against all other three man teams, uh, or make three man teams. I don't care. Um, yes, Shield versus Sanity, I think, would be that would be an awesome headline match for a pay-per-view like and i mean we're, we're rolling up on survivor series before you know it so we'll keep you know adding men to teams until we get five on five and then you know 
hopefully Kurt Angle doesn't have to come in and cover for somebody while they're injured. No, he's one of the, the five shield members. If you're gonna do shield, you gotta go full shield. That <laughs> you have and, to go that full shield. Kurt Angle. Well, that is the world we live in. <laughs> I, I I don't have a problem with that. That's that that's perfectly fine by me. Um, the other big thing I think coming out of this weekend for me revolves around uh, Becky Lynch. So she fought Carmella and Charlotte at SummerSlam. Uh, she lost. Charlotte stole the win from her with a natural selection as she had uh, Carmella in the disarmor. And so she won. She is now the champion again. Um, the way they instantly aligned Becky as the heel and why would she do this and wait until you hear on SmackDown her reasons for doing what she did when we all know the reasons. We've, we, we saw them play out in front of us. She was ticked off that her friend stole the win from her when she, you know, was fearing that exact thing happening. And she comes out on SmackDown and gives the, for my money, the best promo since she's been in WWE NXT. Um, it's hot fire. It's exactly what we want to hear. And yet they still play it off. Like she's the bad guy and Charlotte comes out and they have to do a pull apart brawl and all the women empty the locker room to keep them apart. And can I say how pissed I was about that, that the women had to do a pull apart brawl. No, about the actual execution. So I, when they first did it, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. We haven't done a women's pull-apart brawl. And then they totally jobbed out Asuka for the whole thing. She couldn't do anything. I mean, I, I, just like Kevin Owens should not be in the spot he's in currently, Asuka should not be in the spot she's in. Yes, but, and then it reminded me, you should have kept her off this, this kind of, um, oh, the last pull-apart brawl. They specifically kept certain people out. When they do a men's pull-apart brawl, it's B-team and Titus Worldwide and everyone who can look like a schlub. Yeah, it's like a main never... event. Yeah, yeah, it's ma- main event comes out and, and, and tries to pull people apart. Yeah. And, dude, that's what we need for Survivor Series is, is a ma- team main event. We don't. Let me, let me tell it's you who we... would be on team main event. It would be Mike Canellis. It would be Zack Ryder. It would be Mojo Raleigh. It would be um, uh, No Way Jose and one other and guy. And they put aside their differences and they work together and they beat up the shield. That would be amazing. No, they don't. But there's like there's like eight of them and there's only three shield members. I was so going to say, that would be like an eight on three off. fight. And yes, that yes, that would be fair. awesome. That would uh, be amazing. Um, but yeah, anyway, so they put out the, the people who... They don't need to keep looking strong and that I don't care about looking incapable. When the, with the women, they don't have quite the roster size to do that yet. So they have to send out everyone. And so then Asuka just gets kind of brushed aside and it, it, it makes me sad. Yes. Everything about Asuka right now makes me sad. The only time I've been happy thinking about Asuka in the last two months was when we fantasy booked her joining the New Day. I mean, I agree, but I mean, she looks like she's having fun playing uh, super hot on VR backstage, you know, so she's she's doing all right. Watch up, up, <laughs> down, down. You get to see the footage. It's it's fun. It's 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 how the women's roster is going to be right now. You can only especially on SmackDown. They only have time for the one match. Well, well, they did two matches, but I mean, uh, uh, Naomi, Peyton Royce barely registers as anything. So I like that match. It was fine, but I'm just saying it didn't. It, it, there's not a feud there. Like it was literally Naomi right. said a thing on Twitter, so they fought, and that's it. So, right. That's just how the women's roster is going to be right now. I think it'll get better as we get towards Evolution, especially once we get past the the the, the Bonzer Royal, whatever they're calling it, in uh, uh, Australia. 
The bones are royal. <laughs> that is offensive, sir. It is, and and I don't care. Um, but anyway, can we, uh, back to the uh, the the Becky Lynch Charlotte yes. feud. So this, I, I think, it's the same thing. So right now, there is a big divide between the people who we want to be faces that we consider faces and who are being presented as faces. And this is a prime example of that. Just like uh, the shield versus Braun Strowman, anything with Kevin Owens, like Kevin Owens. Oh, he's a bad guy. Like name one bad thing he's done. The fact that he likes Shania Twain does not make him a bad guy. And he's still presented as a heel, but really I consider him one of the, the leading baby faces in the company right now. Like he is the most sympathetic he, he literally just wants to go to work and not get porta potty goop dumped on his head. That is his motivation right now. That's me every day. Yeah, exactly. He's the everyman. He's, he connects with the working man more than Dusty Rhodes ever could. He's the Canadian dream of not getting beat up. Yeah, so... And it's um, the same with Becky Lynch. Like, I feel more for Becky Lynch than any other female pr- performer right now. She's the one that, and I'm not the only one, that I've clicked with, that I've connected with, and I've said, yes, you are the underdog. You are the face. You're the one that I am rooting for. You are Becky Balboa. And yet they're making her be the bad guy. And I think they're doing it to kind of put the smart fans on one side and the casual fans on the other. Because heel face isn't working. It, it's hard to do good versus evil for so many matches, but you can do casual versus invested. It does appear that they are listening. They are uh, they're sending out surveys. They are having her tweet things out that make it sound like this Thursday or this Tuesday on SmackDown we will get a realignment. Like we will get some promo or whatever, or the segment will be Charlotte showing that she doing something that's clearly underhanded. Is like okay, you're the heel in this. That she's the face. Good. We're back to where we should be. Um, so time will tell if they if they uh, get that right. I think they will. I think they. I don't think they can deny that. Uh, the people are not going to stop chanting Becky's name. They want her to be the winner. They want her to be successful. She deserves it. Uh, mm-hmm. Charlotte. Charlotte's a flair. Like uh, bottom line, Charlotte is a flair. Flares cheat. Flares are the dirtiest players in the game. They need to own that and stop saying, "Oh, you know, she's her own woman, so she doesn't have to be under the shadow of her father." I mean, you're right, but also own that. Like, if you're going to call yourself Charlotte Flair, you have to own that part of the name, and you have to be a bitch. You know, you, know, you don't have to be. She can just be like unapologetically opportunistic. She doesn't have to be a cheater. She doesn't have to be. And the ultimate cheating family in wrestling is not the Flares; it's the Guerreros. Come on. Let's, let's be honest here. Uh, no, not for yes. time for time wrestled, and also I mean because there was definitely face times when Eddie Guerrero did not cheat. So I he right, he, he was a famous cheater. I will agree, but he is but, not he is not the dirtiest player in the game. I'm sorry. Right, but you said family. There's three Guerreros who cheat. There's only one Flair that cheats. Like it's simply numbers and generations. And, and anyway, I'm not gonna not gonna get into it. But I've got into it, and the Guerrero's cheat more than the Flares. Um, but you don't have to lean on that. She can be her own woman. She can be a different type of heel. We. This is the other thing that WWE needs to remember. There are more types of heels than the chicken shit cheater. All times people can be heels. And this can be a heel that just doesn't care that her friend doesn't get what she wants. And she's just like going to keep natural selecting her when she's disarming people. Like, that's fine. That's awesome. And then, yeah. 
Also, I, I like it when she gives little girls the her goggles. That makes me happy every time, and I don't want her to stop doing that. She Bret Hart's kids, and that's what you like about her. That's um, one of the many things I like about her. Yes. Uh, one thing I like about Samoa Joe, he hates AJ Styles, and he also wants his family, maybe, and won't stop yelling at his w- wife and daughter while they're in the crowd, and... Again, yeah. his promo promo on Tuesday night was amazing. I'm going to quote it here because it was so good. Oh, Wendy! Seems like we're making a lot of promises tonight, including one to come home and tuck in the kids. But guess what? Daddy's already gone night-night! That's beautiful. While AJ Styles is flabbergasted and like, oh, I can't believe I went to such a dark place to win my match and... I won by DQ, and man, it's changed me as a man. And then Samoa Joe just comes up and trips him from behind, chokes him out, and then screams at his wife on national television. (laughs) Joe. 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 Yeah. He's scary. Yes. Yes. He he is like Jack Torrance in uh, The Shining scary. Yeah. This man is unhinged. Twisted. Yes. There is something unstable about Joe right now, and it's beautiful. He is, like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is a different type of heel. He's he's opportunistic, yes, but he's not chicken shit. And he will get in your face, or right behind your face, and yell in your ear about how he's going to replace you in your family's life as he cuts off oxygen from your brain. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Need more of that. Uh, the final thing that I will touch on this week is, so I mentioned Eric Rowan uh, tore his bicep at SummerSlam uh, during the match at some point. And so they uh, come back on Tuesday and say, okay, we're doing a rematch. It's the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers for the tag titles in a no DQ match. And Eric Rowan, God bless him, fights the entire thing with that torn bicep. Uh uh, definitely takes it easy in some moments, but I mean, there's at least a couple like a spill off of the apron and going through the ba- the barrier uh, that could not have felt good for a person with that injury. And yet he did it. He did the job. Uh, they dropped the titles to the new day who win f- the fifth time. And thankfully we get the promo that we needed from biggie in the backstage. Cause he, uh, his, his ribs are all taped up. They even hit, hit on that with a quick little comedic moment there in the middle of the show. Where they ask Big E about his ribs while he's eating ribs. And he's like, oh yeah, they're good. They're, they're smoked. You know, not, not my favorite, but I, I'm, they're pretty good. And they're like, oh no, no, no. Your ribs like on your body. Like, you know, you're... He's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, they, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I be concerned about these ribs? I've got these ribs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they cut the promo backstage about, you know, all the way from NXT. I always said I did, didn't need three. I need five. And he's uh, is an awesome promo. Uh awesome win hats off to the new day for their fifth win uh it sucks that it had to happen this way and and good luck rowan with the rehab but again props to uh, doing the dang match the entire match like it's not just he came down at the end for a little quick little thing he wrestled the entire match with that uh injury so yeah crazy but uh new tag champs and i i imagine that's where they were going with it eventually anyways they maybe just had to speed things up they're probably gonna do a hell of a cell match considering how Awesome, the Hell in a Cell match, uh, New Day and Usos, coming back to their feud, uh, was last year, I think. So, I, I, maybe now we get New Day Sanity 
at Hell in a Cell, and I that I think could possibly even be and be an even better match. So, yeah, crazy crazy doings on SmackDown. They they need to find a woman to counteract Nikki Cross. Oh no, I, well, so they're gonna have to do that afterwards. At Hell in a Cell, Nikki Cross is going to be the X factor that they're not planning on. I, I could see them introducing, and since they had to move things up, I could see them introducing her on SmackDown. So at, like you said, at LNSL, they do have to counteract it somehow, and that's when Asuka finally gets her spot. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Oh. Although I wouldn't mind seeing, like, so at one match, Nikki Cross tips the table, and then we get, like, a couple weeks of vignettes of them interviewing uh, various uh, women for the position. Because I, I think that the New Day with clipboards and glasses at sitting at a business table interviewing people would be amazing. I thought you were going to say they took Dana Brooks' spot. You said clipboard and glasses. I was like, wait a minute. We have new statisticians? <laughs> they're, they're literally dressed like Dana Brooke, and she comes out. With like, a low like, cut. Guys, I, do I need, I, that's my skirt. I will point out that something I would not have noticed, but a woman's eye uh, pointed it out to me, and so I can... Uh, briefly talk about uh, Dana Brooke has a necklace apparently that is a necktie so it's like just a little tiny necktie that goes on, that goes with that the floozy business outfit that she wears um, my wife pointed that out and so I figured I would give that a quick shout out that is an interesting uh, wardrobe choice so the final thing I, I did say the final thing would be New Day but I did I would be remiss if I did not mention 205 Live again because once again Buddy Murphy has one of the best matches of the week. And uh, I know I linked to it in the show notes. I don't know if you got a chance to watch at least the clip they have on YouTube. It is another 205 match, that, 205 live match that everybody should watch. It is Buddy Murphy with Tony Nese versus Grand Metallic and Lince Dorado. And it is amazing. It is. Oh, they gave them good. 20 minutes. Um, as I heard on uh, some podcast I was listening to, they got the crowd to stand on their feet and chant this is awesome after watching what like 14 hours of wrestling over the last four days so i mean that they are the last thing they saw before the wrestling is finally concluded and the fact that they you know killed themselves like they there are some amazing spots in this match um amazing sequences you know, we talk about indie wrestling and the sequences that go back and forth, back and forth, and finally, and then they finally just collapse because they're so tired. There was so many of that in this uh, match. So if you're able to watch the whole thing, I highly recommend it. If not, uh, look up the clip on YouTube. You get to watch at least a little taste of it. Uh, yeah, that, it's some dudes just killing on 205 Live for really nothing. There's no tag titles on the line. There's nothing. It's just, I don't like you. You don't like us. Let's, let's flip around for a bit and... <laughs> see what we get out of it flip around flip around yes which drew gulak who's still challenging for the title uh would be very against he does not like the flips no flight he likes fist uh, well that's different guys um top guys yes well not yet but hopefully soon uh that's gonna Never. do it that is the wrestling we are going to talk about this week there's a lot a lot more that we did not get on get to uh demon finn as i mentioned at the top of the show coming back and surprising baron corbin that was awesome uh the baron corbin's face of just like just incredulously believing it's a real demon and being like i'm not fighting that thing that's uh, pretty good i work at the tgi fridays i don't fight demons <laughs> that that was uh that was a great surprise i i i remember right before he came out i told the, my buddy that i was watching it with i was like there's a big delay. Like, there's no reason for this delay. There, he's he's gonna be the demon, and then the music hit, and it was the it was the echo instead of just the guitar riff. And I was like, oh, oh, oh boy, 
So that was a nice surprise. Uh, lots of other nice surprises. I thought Ronda Rousey had a nice night. Uh, Monday was weird, but she broke Stephanie's arm again, which, like you said, caused <sighs> Kurt Angle to go on vacation, and now Baron Corbin's in charge. Oh, I'm the, the, there's a lot of inc- inconsistency, but like it's hard to read Ronda Rousey when where she's going. Like she's playing two different characters at two different times, and if they lean into that, that would be neat. And if they don't, it'll be stupid. So hopefully they pull it out. Um, and I would, yeah, like I saw a, a, a screen grab before I saw the match of her with the black makeup and the black top. And I'm like, are they heel turning Rhonda? Like, oh, that's she. She looked like she was going for a heel turn, but she definitely and when she kind of wrestled it, like she was kind of a jerk, but then she was so happy. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm I mean, when you confused. get when you sit, uh, 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 crisscross applesauce in the ring and cover your eyes and say, you know, come up, sneak up on me, I won't look. I I think that's that feels like a heel move, but also it's Alexa Bliss, so you can't really. It's hard to be well, and, a heel against Alexa Bliss. Well, but, and yet Alexa Bliss didn't heal out at that moment. Well, no, she couldn't. I mean, she she was completely owned. That's I. But I why didn't she come up with a two by four and smack her upside the head, get disqualified, keep her t- title? I I don't know. In the moment, she didn't think about that. So she's Alexa Bliss. She always thinks about hitting people with two by fours or kendo sticks or chair. That's that's what she does. That's how she got the belt. I mean, let's. Do- Yes, she is opportunistic. She is a heel, and uh, we'll we'll see how that plays out this next week. Uh, we are going to focus on one show next week. We are not going to talk about everything. We will briefly hit on WWE and anything else that comes up, but we are going to focus on SmackDown. Uh, in the coming weeks, we'll probably focus on other shows, maybe not even WWE. Maybe we'll look at uh, matches from YouTube. We'll look at Impact. We'll look at PCW Ultra. We'll talk about uh, uh, Ring of Honor. Lucha Underground, it's all up for grabs. And all up for graps. Ha! Hey, I, t- I, I, I like stumbled it. onto a tagline. I like it's, it. I love I it. It's, uh, it kind of sounds too much like, uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so yeah, watch SmackDown. We'll be watching that and talking uh, in detail about that show. And we'll do that all here on Pro Grapplers. So thank you for listening. If you like it, please subscribe. We're fine. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Please hit us up there, subscribe, give us a review if that's possible there. You can also follow us on Twitter at PGrapplers. Find me individually at the Jason Sigler, all one word. And I am at Idahobo. So we'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Sigler. I'm always Steve the Shinkakushini. We pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of Knock America here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.